So in a way, I'm really happy that I have been through this experience because it had made me, okay, this is actually super ironic, but it had made me less jealous, a less jealous person, mm-hmm. total. Because, you know, you cannot be thinking about, you cannot be thinking about this all the time, like, oh my God, is he with, like, with this girl? Like, is he at this party? Like, you cannot be thinking about that. This is exhausting, right? Life is a trip. No matter where you've been or where you're going, you might have more in common with someone on the other side of the world than you think. Let's go. Hello there and welcome to the next episode of Life's a Trip. So this week I've got something super special for you guys. I am sharing some of my story and my really good friend Danny is sharing some of her story all about long distance relationships. So if you know how that is, you definitely know a little bit about what we're going to get into. And if you don't, well, you're going to learn quite a few interesting things about what our relationships have been like and also what it's been like for me transitioning back into um, like actually living with my partner after having gone through long distance. So I think that's a little interesting topic that we go through and yeah i just wanted to remind everybody that the podcast is available on pretty much all podcast streaming apps and especially if you guys have the apple podcast app please go ahead and leave us a review on there it helps a lot with just getting more exposure for the podcast and just ranking us a little bit higher so we can have more people listening So thank you again for your listenership and for being here today to check out this episode. If you want to tag us, you can go ahead and use at Life's A Trip Podcast on Instagram. And you can also do hashtag Life's A Trip Podcast if you want me to go ahead and check that out. You can also check out my Instagram with at geomonreal. And I put out blogs occasionally as well on my blog, which is geomonreal.com. So thanks again, guys. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode, and yeah, see you soon. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Life's a Trip. It's me, your host, Giovanna, and I'm here to introduce you guys to a friend of mine, Daniela. Do you want to go ahead and tell us about yourself, Danny? Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, my name is Daniela. I am 25 years old, and I come from El Salvador, Central America, and I've been living here in Germany for the past six years. And last year, I was lucky enough to meet lovely Giovanna. um so yeah we've been really good friends since then we've lived through a lot of crazy experiences a lot of good parties yeah and yeah (laughs) thank you so much again yeah super cool I'm um, one of the reasons why I'm bringing Danny on today is to talk a little bit about long distance since we both kind of can identify with that topic and also about being Latinas in Germany which is kind of interesting <laughs> yeah it's, it's not yeah. that <laughs> so what can you tell me I guess first of all like what brought you to Germany um, coming from El Salvador like you said you've been here six years right so yeah that's like a super long time you've had some time to adjust and everything but like what ended up like making you decide to come here and then how was your adjustment once you got over here okay yeah so um when I was in El Salvador I went to a German school um it was a it is a private school actually but um back then my mom she really thought that this was going to be worth it like to go to really to go to a really expensive school in order for me to go to study abroad. Because sadly, in El Salvador right now, the social and economic situation is not the greatest. And my mom, she always thought like, no, I want like the best for my kids. So she's a doctor and she made it work somehow like that we go, that we went to the school. So um, yeah, I was like in the school and I learned the language there, which is pretty good right because I already have like a strong foundation from the language before I even came to Germany Mm -hmm. and for me it was always like you know it was always um 
like part of my plan to come to study uh, to Germany because I was thinking all the time, okay, if I've if I've learned this language for so many years, like I have to do something with it, right? Mm-hmm. So I graduated and to be honest, like I never thought about any other countries. Like for me, it was always, okay, I'm going to graduate from high school and I'm going to go directly to Germany. And luckily for me, that's exactly what happened. I graduated and I got into this university where I studied um, multimedia and communication. Mm-hmm. And that was it. <laughs> so it sounds kind of easy, but um I mean, I have to say, thankfully, like everything worked out. Like, yeah, I, yeah. So that's how I came to Germany. That's just a study, right? Mm-hmm. I think um, the first shock, like cultural shock, was when I arrived here because I come from San Salvador. That's the capital of El Salvador. You can imagine, like, four million people. Um, you know, Latin American, loudest. Oh my God. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I ca- I came to this town called Ansbach, where you have fifty thousand people. I think mm-hmm. that's the population, and so quiet. Like I was like, okay, like where am I? Yeah. The thing is, like at that time, I didn't want to study like in a big city. I just wanted to study like in a university where I thought that the degree was like interesting right so that's why I never applied for a university in in Berlin or Frankfurt or Hamburg I was like like no I want to study like you know like it was more about the university not about the town right but I have to be honest like when I arrived there and I saw the town I was like <laughs> okay maybe, maybe I, I did the right I chose something wrong yeah. So, yeah, that was the first shock. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. And then, like, after you, I mean, so how old were you when you arrived in Germany, actually? I was 19. Okay, wow. Yeah, I was, was pretty young. And actually, at the time, so, um, you know, like, tickets to Europe from Latin America are really expensive. Mm-hmm. So my mom, like, she couldn't come with me. And man, she was so worried because it was my first time flying by myself. It, it was it was not my first time to uh, that I visit Germany. I've come before, but it was always like in school trips. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this time I was all by myself. So yeah, at the beginning I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll make you work out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to be honest. Like I said before, it helps a lot when you already know the language. Like, it, it was not that I didn't understand any word of German. Like, I could communicate myself, so that was pretty good. But even even so, like, I felt really over, overwhelmed. And the problem was, like, it was just such a quiet city. Like, I wouldn't even call it city. It's like a town. <laughs> <laughs> so you literally saw the, co- the, the cows back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, and I mean, of course, it was an advantage for you knowing the language coming here. But one of the things I think a lot of people have told me and I've even encountered myself is um, a little bit of just feeling prejudice or discrimination against yourself because you just you don't look the way Germans think people are supposed to look, especially from the older crowds. And like, I'm curious if that was your experience at all, because you obviously look Latina and like, you know, it, it can be difficult, like being an outsider and coming in people knowing that. Like, have you ever had any experience with that at all? Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I never had like really bad experiences uh, with the fact that I wasn't German. But mm-hmm. sometimes in the university, I felt like, okay, like, I'm just too different. Because, yeah. of course, it was such a small city, right? So the university, I think like only four percentage of the student population was international and in my career I was the only Latina like I was the only uh, like person from Latin America yeah so at the beginning it was like really hard um and in a way I can say that I I changed my personality a lot and this is what I think I I mean like I'm saying this it was not like kind of racism or stuff but I knew that people looked at me different because, you know, like, we're so loud. Like, 
even when we walk, like we walk loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like when you laugh and you're something. So I started realizing that people like noticed that. And I felt uncomfortable because I was the only one doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I changed my personality a lot. Like I became super quiet, like, you know, like even like the way I dressed, I changed it a lot because I felt like I was dragging too much attention. And it's not that I was wearing like, oh, my God, like super small, like short skirts or whatever. It was just sometimes just because I wore a hat or yeah. hoop. Even like, you know, like we Latinas, we love hoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes, even when I was wearing hoops, like people would stare at me because that's not really German, or, or like German girls don't use them a lot. Yeah. So you know, in a way, I feel like no one treated me like super differently, but I felt that I was so different that I had to change. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not to say like for people who are thinking of visiting Germany or moving here that it's you know racist by any means it's just more like a cultural difference especially coming from El Salvador and like myself coming from California like this was crazy coming here and and just seeing how like people are just a bit quieter and also um the weather is like so cold (laughs) the difference with weather I'm sure you imagine you can imagine that as well with that with your experience so yeah totally So it's definitely different. <laughs> have Have you felt the same actually, like when you, with your clothes? Like, have you felt like because you wear some type of, you know, dresses or even shoes that people have stared at you? I think not so much actually, but I don't know because for me, my experience was a bit different. Like, I came here and I didn't have so much of a like stable situation right away so uh, much like the first time I came to Germany which was like in 2016 I went to live with my boyfriend in Hanover and I did the same thing this time like coming to Bavaria and moving here where I just Mm -hmm. I didn't have something set up which I had hoped to set up before I moved and I didn't so when I came here I just actually um, stayed at home most of the time I was kind of like social distancing as we are now (laughs) like I I had social anxiety a little bit okay so it was like I didn't really notice I didn't really focus so much on that I was more like trying to fit in like like trying to to meet some people online actually I even downloaded Bumble to try to meet people meet girls online who make friends yeah so that was kind of a hard process for me I think what helped me the most much like what you did was going into the university and meeting people there um, and then doing a course as well in German. And and when I did that, you know, there is a lot of diversity um, where we live, which is like near Nuremberg. Like there's so much more diversity, I would say, probably than Ansbach, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so I guess that's why I met. I didn't really think of my looks as much as just like trying to make friends. Um, Mm -hmm. but I did like whenever I put summer clothes I do sometimes get comments like wow you really know what to wear in summer because I have like all these colorful bright like clothes Mm -hmm. for summer that I wear in California normally and um, that I bought in California as well so yeah it's definitely it's different I think coming here there's a different style so that's that's a really good point for people to take yeah Yeah. and and I mean you could think like okay this is just stupid right like uh, everybody has a different style but in a way, I think so. now that I think about it, it's just like how much influence that can have on your like on you socializing with everybody else. Because yeah. I was just trying so hard to fit in, and you know I didn't want people to feel. Un- I mean, I have to be honest. Like I was super young. I was immature still. I was nineteen, like I said. Mm-hmm. So I was trying so hard, like you know, to fit in and to have friends, right? Because like I said, this is such a small town that I. I changed a lot. Like I changed. I look so nerdy. I would always look uh, <laughs> wear all H and M clothes, you know, because everybody wears them, like super basic and stuff. But I was just like playing like safe, you know. Yeah. Um. So I know it. It. It sounds super, like so superficial, but in a way, it has such an impact, like, on you. I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's just like so crazy. No, for sure. It's a part of your identity. And I think that's, yeah, that's sort of what I've experienced too, because I honestly didn't have uh, the right clothes actually when I moved here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I had like, uh, not winter clothes, I had like all summer, or what we have in California, which is like basically German spring is our winter. So I mean, yeah, yeah, (laughs) not really the right (laughs) attire. 
So I think I, I found myself slowly adjusting to the whatever trends I saw around here. So yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but um, actually, you were super young, and thinking about that, like, how did you um, navigate the long distance with your family? Like, did they come and visit you, or how long was it until you saw them again? Like, how was it difficult? I guess having that situation. Well, yeah. I mean, I have to be honest. It's kind of funny because um, when I was still in El Salvador, like last, like senior year, it was the worst between my mom and me. Like oh. we would fight all the time, and I was in this moment when I was like, okay, I cannot wait to go to yeah. to leave this house and to go to <laughs> Germany. And of course, like the irony of life, right? I came here and I've never like miss my mom so much yeah and we would literally skype every day like i would we had a time i, I think it was it was like 8 8 p.m here and 12 um p.m for yeah. my mom like she was having lunch and stuff mm-hmm. and we will talk over skype so this is i think this is what i something that i like a lot that the distance made us actually more close yeah because, uh, like I tell you, like the last six months before I came to Germany, I was fighting with my mom all the time, like shouting, crying. I don't know why. Maybe it was the stress. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But when I came here, like I've never missed her so much. And I started to tell her everything. Like I never had like a super close relationship with my mom. She was kind of strict. But the minute I came to Germany, like that changed completely. Aww. So... Yeah, so <laughs> we became really close, actually, yeah. like never before. And I'm actually really happy, you know, that that happened because I started considering my mom even like my best friend, which I never did. Like for me, she was always my mom, right? Oh. But thanks, in a way, thanks to the distance, we became like best friends. So um, that was just the part of my mom, right? And mm-hmm. for me, it was so hard to leave my grandparents. And I think for everybody that lives their country and has, and ha- has like their grandparents still like alive, it's like one of the most difficult parts because you know, like, okay, they can die in any minute. You're not sure if you're gonna be able to see them for the last time or to even go to the funeral, whatever. So you know, for me, that was like. I think that was the most difficult part, like not know where I was going to see my grandparents again. If like if they get sick, like I'm a student, I don't have the money to buy a ticket right away and go to to see them. Right. So that that made me a lot of super anxious Mm -hmm. the first year. And thankfully, I have such a mess. Like my grandparents are so amazing and so cute, actually, because they can use WhatsApp and Skype better than me. So <laughs> we would Skype every Sunday. And I can tell you now, thankfully, like they're still alive. And till this day, I know for sure that this Sunday we will Skype again. Mm. So, um, yeah, the, the first uh, semester that I was here, I was really crazy. Like, you know, like I was missing... My, my mom so much and then my grandparents like I was worried about them like this anxiety was growing but um I came back to El Salvador El Salvador the um six months later for mm-hmm. a, like you know spring break so yeah that was the first year and after that like I started getting used to it um and I don't fly that often to El Salvador I think it's this, and the six years that I've been here, I've been to El Salvador only three times. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> so, crazy. yeah, that's actually nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually nothing. But um, I, have to, I have to say that I'm so thankfully, I'm so thankful that the technology, it's in a way at this point that it, it, it makes you, it makes like kilometers look like centimeters, right? Right. So... Um, I'm always like I'm still so close to my family like we're always like skyping like sending tags on whatsapp right now like even my grandma she sends me stickers and gifts and she's just <laughs> the cutest thing so yeah. yeah I mean that 
I have to be I have to say that in a way the distance made me even closer to my family mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's super cool how that happens you know like it's I, I feel the same way with my family and um you know I've dealt with that a lot as well um with the whole grandparents thing I can identify with that as well because yeah, yeah. I I'm dying to see my grandparents in Chile I, I mm-hmm. barely get to go to Chile because it's so far away and my dad is is from Chile so that's where that side comes from my mom's from Mexico so it's a little closer whenever I'm in California to see okay. my mom's side but yeah whenever I can I do want to go to Chile like hopefully this Christmas but it's just hard yeah to to like not especially for those who can't really use the technology like like my great grandma, she is way too old to be using that. So, like, I only get to pass along messages to her through other people. So that can be really tough. But you know, we're we're blessed to have them still alive, and you know, yeah. that's any time that we can get with them is precious. So, it's what's exactly. cool about the distance, like you said. Yeah, it makes you appreciate everybody a lot. So, yeah, in a way, that's kind of sad, right? Because it I know, has, <laughs> yeah, you have to be away in order to to realize that, and. Mm-hmm. I would say that's something that um, I would advise to anybody that plans to to go somewhere else and start a life uh, life there that you shouldn't take for granted still everything that you have in your place, in your home country. Because the minute you don't have it, it's just like, oh, my God. You think yeah. you hate it, but you actually love it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, <laughs> but I, I am curious though would you um would you ever move back to El Salvador or are you completely happy like in Germany or, or move to any other country actually have you ever thought about that well that's a tricky question my friend <laughs> but <laughs> I can tell you now that um although I miss my family so much and I love the weather of my country and the country itself it's really beautiful I cannot imagine myself going back to El Salvador mm-hmm. um, because sadly, like the reality of Latin America is just so different to the European one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, just like security, just the fact that I cannot take public transportation to go somewhere. It's just like, it's just so crazy, right? And here, I think... I mean, what I want to say is, like, I love my country, but it doesn't give me the freedom that I want. Right. And Germany, I have that freedom. Like, I can literally do whatever I want here. Okay, not everything. But (laughs) the fact that, okay, I can go to the supermarket by myself at 7 p.m. And I know that nothing's going to happen to me. Or the possibility that something happens is just, like, so small. But I can forget. You, you can totally forget that that that's gonna happen in El Salvador. Like no, like the possibility that something can happen to me any time of the day is just so high. Yeah. So sadly, like I don't think or I don't see myself right now going back there. Maybe when I'm like, you know, really old, like older, I don't know, fifties or something. When I'm like, okay, I just re- I retire, whatever. <laughs> You know, I have enough money. I don't know. Um, I I would go back for yeah. sure. But yeah, uh, I don't think so. Right, actually. Mm-hmm. And about the other question, I think um, I would like to go to another country. I mm-hmm. think as a, a country that also gives me this kind of freedom. Yeah. And maybe a country that is not that cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can but be yeah. hard staying here for sure with the yeah. winters. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty flexible there. Like I don't I don't have to stay in Germany forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I haven't thought about that actually. I think right now I'm fine here. Like you know, finally I have a job and I have already like a like friends and yeah. everything. So I think for now it's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we know we know sort of where your motivations would be coming from as well with moving to another country because you are in a long distance relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, can you tell us a bit more about that and how you guys met? Yeah. Um, so, I met uh, my boyfriend in this town that I told you about before, Ansbach. Um, he was doing an internship there at Bosch, which is like a huge company here. Mm-hmm. And we we met 
through a friend and it was kind of crazy because he was only staying for four months here in Germany and then he was going to go back to Canada yeah so I met him and I'm telling you Gio like it was like click like in a second (laughs) like we understood each other so well he was he's the nicest guy I've ever met and yeah I just I was wow I was I was I don't know I was speechless when I met him so you know we started going like on some dates uh it was all everything super casual because we both knew that he was only staying for four months and then he was going to go back right right so we let it flow but I I still remember like the last day uh, he stayed. He stayed. He stayed here in Germany. He was like, um, "Well, you know, Danny, I'm going back to Canada, and I've have I've had a lot of fun." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god!" This... And then he was like, "But you know, I want to keep trying. We should give it a shot to the long distance." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, sure." So yeah, we'll give it a shot. And yeah, that's how it all began. And then he came back to, he went, he came back to Canada and uh, he stayed there for four months. And then the next four months he came back to Germany and that, that's how be, that's how we worked it out. Like the last two years, he's been moving a lot. So I'm actually just waiting for him to tell me, okay, I'm, I settled here. Yeah. <laughs> you can come. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that's going to be um, exactly. Right now he's working in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't. he wants to do a master's, so he's probably going to go back to Canada. So we've been actually talking about that. Maybe um, I can go to Canada. Because I actually visited the country uh, last December and I loved it. Have you mm-hmm. ever been to Canada? No, not yet. I really want to go, but I saw your pictures. <laughs> it looked really nice. Yeah. I, I have to be honest, like, I loved it a lot. And the people are so nice. You know, like, how everybody, like, makes fun of Canadians because they oh, always yeah. say sorry? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's actually not a lie. That's literally... They are yeah. exactly like that. So, so yeah, I mean... The, there's nothing like, um, you know, like confirmed yet. I cannot tell you, oh, gee, I'm moving to Canada, but I would like to go there. So if I'll probably move from Germany, it will be to go to Canada for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's been my relationship. Like it's been almost two years, well, already two years since we started being like in a long distance. And you know this for sure, like, it's not easy. You have to really trust the other person. Uh, But, yeah, somehow we have made it work. Yeah. And how does your family feel about that? Have you gotten support from, like, family and friends? Or have you had any difficulties with, like, people doubting you guys or, you know, things like that? Well, you know, my family, they've always supported me a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't ask too many questions, which is good. I know that's not normal in a family, uh, <laughs> but they are like, so my mom, she loves him and she's like, yeah, you know, take your time. Like you don't have to move right now, like mm-hmm. anywhere, like if you guys like should think this true, whatever, but yeah, do as you wish. But yeah. I have to be honest, like when I talk to my friends, and they always ask me, like, um, so, yeah, when's, when's your boyfriend coming to Germany? Mm-hmm. And that question is sometimes super annoying. I don't know if you've actually lived that, that they always asking you about the future. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even know. Like, I'm in the, I'm the person in their relationship, and I don't even know. So, I mean, my friends support me as well, but once in a while I get this this question, like, um, so, yeah, what's going to happen, actually, with you two? And yeah. that annoys me sometimes, yeah. I don't know how was your um, experience, actually, when you were in the States and your boyfriend was here in Germany, if you had yeah. the same type of 
I mean, uh, yeah, we, I've been through that too. Like, um, in case you guys don't know on the podcast that, you know, I had long distance with my boyfriend before moving here for like two years, we were going back and forth. And I think the longest we went without seeing each other was like maybe six months, but we tried to like keep it to like four months max because it was just really hard. <laughs> but yeah, I had a lot of people doubting me, family included, like family and friends sometimes just saying like, well, you know, how can you trust somebody that much? And yeah. uh, why would you, it's, it's almost like seen as childish in a lot of people's eyes to be in this kind of relationship. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think so. I think a lot of people think it's like, uh, especially if you met online, which we didn't, but okay. I've heard that from a lot of people in the long distance relationship community. Like people think, some people think that it's kind of like childish to be in that because it's not realistic, I guess. And it's almost like, well, you're just met online or you're just, um, you're just trying to keep things going until you find someone real, you know, who's like really there, I guess. And True. the future question comes up a lot, too. So I, I can definitely see that that's a difficult point for a lot of people in that situation. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. actually really interesting because I've had the opposite kind of comments. Like when oh, I really? tell people, yeah, that I'm in a long distance, they're like, oh, my God, like I have so much respect for you. Like you have you have to have like like a type of maturity to be in this kind of relationship yeah that too and, and I would that's actually what I actually think that think that like I don't think it's childish mm -hmm. I think it's just like okay you're literally want to be with this person so bad that you don't care that it's like in another continent yeah. like you're gonna wait for them and you're gonna be like faithful and everything so yeah that's I don't know it depends right Um, yeah, it depends but, on the person. Like, I mean, whoever's supporting you is obviously seeing that there's a lot more depth to it. Like, a lot of people have to be really mature to do this type of thing. And um, I think it's just hard when you've been, when you're surrounded by toxic people as well, or you've been sure. in toxic relationships. That's why a lot of people think it's, like, unrealistic and that, you know, you get jealous as well. Like, if you've been in toxic relationships and you faced jealous people, like, you tend to also have that weighing over you or other people saying, well, aren't you worried he's doing that? Or are you going to let them do that? Like, regardless of gender, <laughs> whoever your partner yeah, is, like, totally. you know, people get, like, a little bit possessive. And I think that's like what you said earlier. It's there's a huge beauty in being able to let someone have their freedom and trusting that they are going to be loyal to you and faithful to you if that's, you know, your type of relationship. Like that's really great that you can do that with somebody. Um that's what people have to respect, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You you're yeah. totally right. And I that's what I cherish the most about being in a or yeah, about being in a long distance relationship a relationship because I've learned that you know what like I cannot control this person mm -hmm. I cannot be there 24-7 I just have to trust them and that's it and yeah. of course like in worst case okay he was with this other girl whatever but like what are you gonna do right like you you gave your best and yeah. that's it so in a way I'm really happy that I have been through this experience because It had made me, okay, this is actually super ironic, but it had made me less jealous, a less jealous person, mm -hmm. totally. Because, you know, you cannot be thinking about, you cannot be thinking about this all the time, like, oh my God, is he with, like, with this girl? Like, is he at this party? Like, you cannot be thinking about that. This is exhausting, right? Yeah. So you just let it be. You're like, okay, if he's with someone else, like, that's his problem. You're mm -hmm. not doing actually nothing wrong. So, yeah, I think, I mean, of course, it has its, uh, its good things and bad things. But I would say definitely it's made me a more um, secure person. And, like, mm -hmm. to tr I I've learned to trust my partner so much. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah same here. I mean, we, we also had that where um, mm -hmm. I realized, like, I'm not as jealous anymore because somebody, yeah. if it's somebody who will invest so much time in texting me all day, checking in with me, like sending me updates on what he's doing and just, just because he wants to, not like I'm forcing him to, you know, and it's exactly. just, that's, that's a next level type of relationship. Like, yes. okay, why would you worry that he's, uh, 
on a date with some other chick when he's literally texting you all the time or sleeping because yeah. of the time difference, you know? So that's exactly. something people can keep in mind when it, if they're considering doing long distance. And um, if you have any other tips as well, Danny, I'd love to hear them uh, for anyone out there <laughs> in this type of situation. Um, let me think. Because, well, I, like I said, just trust the other person. Like if something mm-hmm. goes wrong, you, you know for sure it's not your fault. And, um, oh, to respect... Um, like private time yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna sound weird but I don't know if you also like experience it but sometimes like I'm in the bathroom and my boyfriend calls me oh. but because we haven't talked right because yeah yeah friends it's like okay I'm just I just told him like okay love I'm just gonna put my like my microphone on silence okay but yeah you exactly. can tell me about her <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you one. should really think about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like yeah, time but... with family, time with friends, like also that's yeah. important and regardless of distance or not. Yeah. You have to give them their space with their friends and trust that, you know, they should be able to go out and go to the club with their friends yeah. and, you know, or the totally. bar and you trust that they're not going to be hitting on people because, you know, it's nice that they can have their freedom and that's it. Like, I don't know. You have to just have that sort of communication. I think that was the biggest tip. And I know it's super overused, this word, but that's like with distance, that's like the best thing you can do is just communicate everything. If you're feeling doubts, also communicate that. Like it's worse to keep it bottled in until you see each other. Because when you see each other, like you don't want to talk about problems. You want to get that stuff off your chest right away. At least True. in my case, yeah. that's what I want to do. I don't like st- <laughs> saving stuff. I don't know. And, like, what did you guys do when – what do you do when you see each other? Like, do you guys um, plan, like, what you're going to do or plan trips or anything? Like, how has that been? Well, that's also a really interesting question because um, even when we see each other, it's not like we just, you know, like, hang out, like, in the living room and watch movies. It's like we also make, like, plans mm-hmm. because we're trying, like, to experience – so much together as possible yeah so these times I mean of course like once in a while you know you just Netflix and chill yeah (laughs) but but actually like every time we we've seen each other like we also try you know to go here and there we both love to go to museums and Mm -hmm. restaurants together so we're always like being active and I think that's kind of cool like you see okay I don't see this person that often so when I'm with them I just want to try to experience as much as I can. You know, like yeah. take pictures, like go out, make silly videos, um, go to places you both never been before because that makes everything so precious, right? Like I think it it makes it like fun, you know, like yeah. so you don't feel like you're missing something because you don't see them all the time. So make the most of it like this time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, I mean, of course, like once in a while, like chill, like on the sofa whatever eat chips and pizza Mm -hmm. Uh, but I would definitely like tell everybody they're in a long distance relationship to 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 try to experience as much as possible with your partner when you're finally together yeah Mm -hmm. yeah traveling together is really good like even just to somewhere nearby like being a tourist in your own town is really fun if they're visiting you um and then also like that was another thing uh, that's Mm -hmm. another thing I would suggest to people is like plan um what you're going to do when you see each other like when you're not with each other so that way you have it like in mind and you have some motivation and it's something it's an activity as well planning like what you will do so that's really fun yeah yeah like you have um something to look forward like so cool um Mm -hmm. for example um like I said, in December, I went to see to visit my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, his family actually. I met them for the first time in Canada. Wow. So they live, yeah. <laughs> so they live in Toronto, and we had like planned like, okay, well, we're gonna do this to stay and other day. So yeah. actually, for a Sunday night, like a date night, he took me to a um, NBA game to the Toronto Raptors game. Oh wow! Yo, Germana, I have to tell you, it was it was. <laughs> so amazing I was just so happy that I got to experience this with him it was my first time ever in a game and yeah it was like this uh, this whole experience was just so nice Mm -hmm. so 
and I was so like I was totally looking for it and to experience that with him so it makes it like even more special you know so yeah, totally so yeah experience as much as possible like when you're together like okay I know hormones and stuff you just want to be in the bedroom but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would I would rather say like no go outside and yeah just try new things and discover new places yeah, yeah. for sure yeah and you get to know new sides of them as well which is really cool I think that's one of the best things that I've um, found with moving in together finally and closing the distance and I know that's super annoying with like the future question and everything but it's just um, kind of nice to think about that and try to anticipate like what it will be like living with that person so that's something to look at like when you visit them in their house Um, how do they live like what are some things they should know about how you live you know just planning that out because even if you're not in long distance like my mom actually just approached me the other day because she's sold her house and she's moving in with her boyfriend and she (laughs) she asked my boyfriend and I for some tips about like before you move in with someone like what should you do like how can you prepare and um yeah I would say definitely breaking it down like finances like all that Mm. difficult stuff but doing it in a good setting like going out for dinner and maybe doing it like outside somewhere fun where you can just leave it on the table and then move on to the next thing and that's something that helped us a lot just always talking about um how we're going to you know how like what we do on the weekend for example like what is your Mm -hmm. daily routine just knowing those things which I'm sure you and your boyfriend have been over and just something that people can keep in mind I guess but yeah it's so crazy I I actually have a question for you I I hope it doesn't it's just like weird but how was for you the transition from being in a long distance relationship to finally be living together because you're lucky enough to have experienced that I'm not there yet but how was it because I think you're just so used to this person being away you know yeah, and that's what I was going to tell you. He's there all the time. Yeah, so. no, and especially <laughs> no, right we're now, we're, we're literally stuck together. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that because I think it's something you and anyone else who's still in long distance can think about because it was really hard um, the first time. So I guess we kind of did it twice. Like, the first time when I uh, moved to Hanover with him in 2016, it was for six months. So it wasn't too long. It was like kind of just a little bit of time enough for us to get to know each other and for me to get to know his country but that was really hard like right away we realized we are very similar we're both like neat freaks we like to have I mean not super neat but pretty neat we both don't like having a messy house so you know these little things are important to know from the get-go um and then we also like fitness like just all these like small things and then I think we had stupid arguments sometimes about like whether or not we wanted like a piece of furniture in the room like just little things and you know yeah it's just that was the first time living with him it was really interesting because we both have we're both very like we are opinionated and I think with any relationship you have somebody who's like a little bit more pushy than the other one maybe or if both people are like good luck (laughs) I don't know. God help those people. But uh, I think there's always someone who's willing to like, um, there's like a give and take, you know, there's someone who's willing to give a bit more and there's someone who wants a little bit more out of it. So it's important to play that role in both ways, I would say. Mm-hmm. That was how, yeah. what helped the transition because I am like super, I can be super um, strong willed and, and <laughs> like, I guess thick headed in terms of what I want. Like I, I sometimes want to have my way. And I think um having like come from you know I guess a place where I was very comfortable um that's another thing to consider like I was coming from my mom's house which I had like you know a community pool it was a gated community like all this very nice situation in California everything's open late like I've talked about you know the differences between Germany and California and um you know just keeping that in mind like where is your partner coming from even if it's the same country like if it's within the U.S. okay but Either way, they have their routine, they have their go-to store, they have their things that they like. And so making space for that person and, like, going out with them to, like, show them what's in 
your town and try to find out what they like about your town and just things like that I, I guess really helped us um get over that like weirdness at the beginning of always seeing each other and also yeah. like having your space I mean you of all people would definitely need that tip I think because you love to have your freedom like you said and so definitely totally. like taking that time and letting your partner do that because I'm again one of the people that likes to have I like to be at home a bit more and I also really like just spending time with my boyfriend and like the fact that I had not had him you know with me for so long it was super tough to like finally live together and then let him go out when I don't know anyone in his country you know like I don't oh have friends God, yeah that was really hard you know yeah so I, so can't even, I can only imagine yeah I was like okay cool so you're going out like so maybe include your your partner in that like maybe sometimes you know sometimes do your own thing of course like make sure you communicate hey I want to go out have a guy's night or a girl's night tonight so can you know can you find something can you make some plans and that's what we do actually even now like he tells me in advance like not super in advance but like at least a day before hey I'm gonna have plans playing video games tomorrow like can you please uh, do something so yeah we we try to make it work in that way and everyone's different but for sure like acknowledging what they need and um, making space for them yeah because you know it's usually I think either both of you move into a space together a new space or I think normally it is one of you moving into their space like their country or their house because that's kind of how it is like their city yeah. their town unless yeah. you're both decided to move to a new town together but I think realistically like a lot of people are in that situation where they're financially like it's best for them to just move into one or the other person's place so True. yeah yeah but I mean that's, that's the best crazy. advice I can give for now I don't know <laughs> we're making it work as we as we go <laughs> yeah yeah no I have, to, I have to say I'm really I'm really happy for you two guys um, I think you're totally like a role model in a long distance relationship. Like, wow, seriously. Um, so yeah, I hope that one day or maybe the next podcast, I'll tell you about my experience living finally together with my long distance relationship. I hope boyfriend. so. <laughs> but I'm, so, you know, I'm really proud of you guys. And that's also why, you know, I brought you on here because I think it's, it's great for people to hear. Like, how long have you guys been together, actually? Uh, two years. Yeah, two years. I mean, like, it's the same. Like, it's amazing when people can hear, like, somebody has done that for two years. Like, you literally were only, like, meeting in person for the first time for, like, four months. And it was the same for us. We had only nine months together, like, a little bit longer, but it was still, like, whoa, what are we doing? After, after I think, about four months, that was when we were ready. We decided, hey, I love you. Like, I want to be with you. And I think, let's, let's do it. Let's plan our future. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's that's the other thing. People put a lot into that word long distance relationship thinking it's like, man, if you invest in that, you you can't have anything else. And, you know, that's not true. Like you don't have yeah. to think of it as like the end all be all type of relationship because there's so much you can learn from it as well. So yeah. if it doesn't work out, like yeah. you learn like what you said, not to be jealous, like you learn uh, to be self-sufficient, to be independent. Like there's so many great things about it. So yeah <laughs> yeah exactly you're right I, I've heard a lot of times that people are just so afraid of long distance relationships just because of the commitment yeah and because it's like a huge commitment right yeah but and a lot of people would tell me like oh but if it ends like you, you are you not gonna feel like you just wasted your time yeah waste it because yeah, yeah I know because I was never with the other person, right? I couldn't see him, but still mm-hmm. we were in a relationship. And uh, to be honest, when I began with this relationship, that that was a thought that it crossed my mind a lot of times. Like, okay, Danny, what is it if I'm just wasting my time? And instead of being in this relationship, I'm not meeting people here, like where I am. Mm-hmm. You know, you mean like boys and stuff. But to be honest, I have to say, like, everything in this life can fail. Like... You're not going to be successful all the time, sadly. But the the important thing is, like you already said, you just learn from it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even in a a short distance relationship can can also go wrong, right? Yeah. So you just have to try it. Like, you have to try it. Be brave enough. If you really like the person, try it. Don't Mm -hmm. think about it oh, when he goes to the other country or she and, and it's going to go like they're going to cheat on me, whatever. No, like don't don't go in a relationship thinking the worst is going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Just be, and, be realistic. And yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. No, it's OK. And, and I was just going to okay. say, like, you know, you get to know each other. 
So that's exactly. the other thing. Like, you know each other before that, hopefully. And, and when you make that decision, make sure you also are like, okay, I know them enough to do this together. Like, make sure they fully want to do it as well, you know, because it is such sure. a great commitment. Yeah. yeah, that's also important. But I mean, at the end, I would say uh, this life is just a sum of experiences. Some of mm-hmm. them are good, or some of them are bad. But we're not going to do, we're not not going to do things just because we're scared we're going to fail, right? Right. So, I mean, I don't know if you had this, this this thought sometimes, but when you move here, probably you thought, okay, what's going to happen if I break up with him? Like, okay, I just came to another country mm-hmm. and what am I going to do? And I think that's also like a super scary thought. But, yeah. you know, it, it's going to work out some way or another. Like, it's not yeah. the end of the world. So I would say that, like, be brave enough. Just experience it. And I really hope it goes well and if it doesn't it's not it's not the end of the world exactly yeah yeah that's really great that you have that mindset you know and I think that's why you're you guys are doing so well and like you're thriving here in Germany and I'm really happy that I got to meet you (laughs) because me too yeah yeah because it was just so much more I think it's just so cool that we had that in common you know so it's really nice I think also for listeners to to hear your story and um yeah I really appreciate it Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it too. And it was just so crazy that we also met here and we both came from such different countries, but we're actually like in such a similar situation. Yeah, So for that sure. was really funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, I'm really happy um, Yeah, that I met you. It's been like a great experience. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> well, cool. <laughs> Let me go ahead and close things off now with the closing question. Where would you spend all your time if you could? At the beach. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Latina check. Yeah. What beach, though? <laughs> oh, my God. What beach? Do you have any specific countries or places in mind that are, like, your favorite beach destinations? I would say I would like to spend my time at the Costa del Sol in El Salvador. It's one of oh, the oh. most beautiful beaches there. Yeah. That's good it's, to know. Yeah, I'll tell you pick. It's really nice. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so yeah, cool. what about you? What would you what would you like to say or? Oh, say, I think I think the same. I would pick uh, probably Laguna Beach in California. Oh, for sure the beach. <laughs> I love the beach. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think oh my god, I just think about it, and I I already know that every Latin version you ask this question, they're gonna tell you the same. I think so. Just something <laughs> different about water and like, I don't know, it's so relaxing and it's nice to just have that nearby. Like, that's what I miss the most. I know that there's kind of beachy areas in Germany, but not really, not not, not the warm the type. Not yeah. Not. <laughs> so, yeah you know, yeah. I, I think about, I think about like, oh my God, like why this does, like, why wasn't at the beach when this whole lockdown started? I know. I would be so happy. Like, I wouldn't complain at all if I was just at a beach house. But, yeah. you know. Let's hope there <laughs> isn't a next time. Yeah, but yeah, next time, exactly. if there is, like, let's let's buy a beach house and, and hang out over there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll sure. take our boyfriends <laughs> and hang out by the beach. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram by searching for at GeoMonreal and check out my blog on GeoMonreal.com. Want to be on the next episode? Send an email to lifeisatrippodcast at gmail.com. Music from purpleplanet.com. 